Hi listeners, you're listening to What's Cooking. For new listeners, What's Cooking is a podcast where we talk about sport and basically anything you see in the news or trending shit. Without wasting much of your time, come on, let's get this tape rolling. welcome you to another new episode of what's cooking um firstly we can't go uh without wishing you because this is going to be our first episode in the new year so we wish you a happy new year and hope um this new year brings forth um blissful harvest and the likes and hopefully um there'll be a lot of sports and a lot of um great things to come out this year so i'm not here alone I'm with my my colleague here. I'm with uh, the man, the Mako Smigu. I don't know if you like the name Smigu, sir. But you're used to it, Sha. Happy mm-hmm. New Year, Smigu. How's the happy year been? Year. I know this is like going towards the ending of the year, and uh, we are still creating Happy New Year. So I was cooking fans, obviously. This is a this is a new year for them. So yeah. I'm using the opportunity to wish them a Happy New Year. So. How have your year been so far? Um, generally, just give us a bit. How has it been? Happy New Year, guys. I don't know. January is basically January. It's, it's like we have used six months in the year already. Although this week has been kind of fast anyway. And under odd things. I'm a turn in late January. Come on. That's so weird. That's so weird, but it's a new year, classic grinding, that's still pushing. I know, it's also, Sorry it's that I... it's also kind of cold oh, I... here. Yeah. Lagos, Lagos, Lagos. I'm not sure Lagos will be that cold because of your sinfulness in that state. But, you know, everywhere is cold. You know, it's not surprising, it's not usually so up to this stage in. I mean, so late in January that by now everywhere should be hot or getting into the season. But the, you, know, you know, the crazy thing is that here in um, Lagos, what happened is that if it's towards the night, oh, okay, in the night, it's always so heated up. But when it strikes, the time is around that 12, 1 o'clock, two, then the Yamatan starts down. Mm-hmm. The evening and the like, so it's just it's a, it's a kind of crazy and strange way that we have now presently. Uh, we also have on the call. I know he, he changed. He changed his. So the crazy thing is, he changed his name. Um, his, his name is meant to be. I know his local star is doing this, but he's using a quite a different name. I don't know how someone can be so petty and so <laughs> this thing somehow. Like, I don't, I don't understand this guy honestly. We also have we also have Lucas on the call. So come and meet me, Frank. So we also have Lucas on the call. So Lucas, how's been? How's the year been so far? Uh, the year 2022, football wise and everything. On your I love you. Are you? <laughs> Can we hear your? Abishay move move on to the next topic because I don't know why he did like this. Alright, Sha. 
we earn your take so far. So um, this year has really been one hell of a ride in terms of football-wise. Um, towards the ending of last season, and that was on the, um, from December, the month of December, uh, moving into the month of January, it's like being uh, kind of like a roller coaster. We've been having games upon games upon games upon games, and obviously it's been very interesting for fans. Um, but also, uh, we have to put the players into perspective. But now, presently, thankfully, every one of them is on, they are on a break presently, and they won't be playing any sort of football except those that are in the Afcon tournament uh, for the next two weeks. And those that have ja, like the people that they know themselves, the the Nigerians, the Ghana, and the <laughs> with all the amounts <laughs> that that that, that yeah. have ja, we know we know ourselves. So yeah. in this 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 is our first uh, uh, inaugurating our first uh, episode this this uh, year, we'll be talking about a few topics. Uh, so firstly, the number one uh, tournament that has been on everybody's mouth. Uh, which is the Afcon tournament? Um, it's been going on since um, beginning of this year, which is around the 9th of January, which is expected to end on the 7th of February. Uh, we've had the group stage played already, and they are already present in the knockout stage. I think this is the last fixture. Today is the last fixture for the knockout stage, and um, we already have the selected handful amount of teams that are going to be playing in the quarterfinals. Uh, we'll be discussing about that. Um, and also number two, obviously, now we are Nigerians. There's no way we'll go um, talk about, go through our first episode without talking about Nigeria's meltdown. Uh, we had a complete record in the group stage only to be knocked out in the round of 16, which is actually very strange because we were really, really, really showing some great effort there. But We'll move on. We'll also be talking about the transfer news. Um, although in the transfer window, generally, it's been kind of like, ah, it's been a slow market in a way, but hopefully it's, it gets interesting um, by the trade deadline. And um, um, the season so far, so we're going to be talking about the season um, for across the whole top five leagues, which is the Premier League, um, the Spanish League, and uh, yeah, the Bundesliga, and the League One, and Italia Serie A. And I want to take a moment today, um, which is um, as at the time when this recording was being made on the 26th of, 20, of January 2022, oh. today happens to be the birthday of the special one. So we wish him a happy we'll birthday. We wish him a happy birthday. And um, he's one of the greatest managers ever. Uh, so people might kind of like uh, disagree. And also the last topic we shall be talking about today is the AFCON uh, prediction. So I'll have everyone bring in their prediction on who they feel uh, might um, eventually win uh, this tournament. So I'm going to be starting with, with Lucas here. So Lucas, how do you think, what do you think about um, uh, the, the AFCON so far? In terms of every other thing, it's not only the football-wise, Generally, football-wise, the field, the, stage, um, the, the stadium, the fans, the officiating, just take us through what you feel about that. Uh, well, first of all, happy birthday to one of the greatest managers ever in football history. I agree. Yeah. Mentor. Yeah. <laughs> Some people and, know where uh, I live. We know that. Don't worry, but just go on. <laughs> yeah, and the, the Afcon. 
I don't know. The referees were doing well in the group stage. All of a sudden, they became soft in the knockout phases. I don't understand. So, they just want to spoil the brand of African football that everyone was so happy watching in the group stages and all. But it's cool. The pitch, we all knew it wasn't going to be the perfect type, but it's still okay. So, it's just the referee's decisions, especially in all these knockout games that are very tight and everyone is putting more energy and intensity. The only game that was not filled with the energy and the intensity was today when Ivory Coast played Egypt and they were all watching each other to play. They didn't want to commit too much. So they will come out small to shoot. They will just, they won't go, they won't really force to enter the box. Or, so they're always like watching to track back and which was a bit boring of a game, unlike the other ones that was filled with emotions and everything. And so the referee didn't even have more decisions to make, just normal blow, normal fouls. And, but I hope tomorrow... Okay, Mali is playing 8 o'clock. I, I mean, they've even finished. I've not watched that one. Yeah, I think they, I were, they, were, they, were, they were in extra time the last time I checked. Uh, no red card. <laughs> no red card. <laughs> no red card. <laughs> Uh, maybe they've all learned from the other games because today is as if they just came to play boring games and, and because of all this ref they are doing now. Nigeria was number one big team. <laughs> Sadly. We'll, Don't we'll, we'll talk about that one later. So, um, um, quick one. Uh, Smigo, I want you to point and talk about uh, in terms of the officiating and the style of play of generally in this AFCON. Like, what do you think? What's your take on that? Well, I think in the group stages now, especially in the first games of the group stages, of the group stage, I mean, <laughs> in the group, first, stage, uh, first games of the group stage, I those first matches, it was quite disappointing, to be honest, to watch. It was so lethargic. I don't know whether the players were not warmed up. I don't know, maybe traveling from long distances in their clubs or not, or they were not fully in tune with the tactics. You know, it's difficult to play with national team games where, you know, not enough time to work on tactics and everything, but it was so lazy, the, the system that most teams were using, just kicking the ball anyhow, just using energy, chasing the ball and kicking. I watched more of those games and just only until the Nigeria game where even though we played an inferior opponent, oh, we played Egypt actually, but that day they were very, very inferior. We dominated it throughout. So even though we played an inferior opponent, uh, we, I think we played good football. So it was after that day, I noticed that, okay, some games are okay. And funny enough, when it comes to style of play, is the teams you don't even expect mm-hmm. that are playing very Small. good football as like proactive football and keeping the ball and playing in kind of uh, a modern way. Especially like, the Cosmoros, I was their name. They, when they played Ghana, I was so surprised the way they, yeah. they kept everything on the floor. And it was like so weird. I was like, so these guys can actually play this this game. Like, so, was, I think they attended 3-2 yeah. or so. But they, they, yeah. they really showed themselves that they can come out here and play football. And yes. it, it yes. went out yes. to yes. other teams also. Yeah, even Cape Verde, Cape Verde played Cameroon the last game of the group stage, and they actually played that game. And the second half, they completely wanted to kill Cameroon because they were losing. 
and then they wanted to kill Cameroon. They were just they just dominated all through. Some teams like that, even um, these guys that won yesterday, I think that. So you see that there are some some vital teams, you know, so apart from the big dogs like Nigeria. Hmm. Um, Our big guns, the big, the big guns, they don't even eliminate. eliminate. Um, <laughs> the big guns now, like Senegal, I don't know, they had the COVID out before the tournament, so I don't know. I don't know that's what that's what affecting them all, but they have the biggest names, I think, but they are not really convincing. Even yesterday, they had they needed two red cards for the going the for the Cohen Cape Verde. And again, um, Cameroon is doing okay. They have a good striker. They are doing okay. I think they are playing, what I know about Cameroon is that they are very strong, physical. And they are not playing that bad. It's not bad. Cordova too, before today's game, they play okay, very, very okay also. They had, I don't think KCA play. I didn't notice KCA in the game today. I don't think KCA plays today, but I think they are strong. The game is just like that. And, okay, Siridai. and the striker, yes. So Siridai, yes, I think KCI has a suspension. Hence, or injury. Because I know that normally they cancel yellow card for the um, good games. Those games that people that have yellow card earlier. Red card, or yellow card, uh, injury or COVID or something. But I know that those notice that their game was not the same without him today. And they have those wingers and a very, very good striker, Sebastian Hele. So like that's the, that's one name I was expecting. Like how would have thought of it that LA was or Allah is 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 a Cote d'Ivoire um, native? Like it's I just saw the yeah. name on the I was like, damn, really? Uh, These guys are really stacked. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that Africa, yeah. Africa is kind of like stacked in terms of talent and the names they have. Like you despite this corner of um is it Bonley that he just bought in Bonley last season? Is it or uh, um Kone, or is it Bonley? Or Crystal Palace, who bought that guy? I think it's Crystal Palace. Oh, Kone, the striker. He, he, no, it's not bad. I think it's Crystal Palace. The striker. Kone. He, he played today. No, it's Edward that is in Crystal Palace. Sorry. Kone, Kone. Uh, Kone. 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 They should have bought it from France. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I've heard that name before. I've heard that name before. Yeah, so he, he, yeah, they have they have a lot of if a Zaha says Zaha you know, played today now. <laughs> Zaha is usually on the bench. He on the bench, in, yeah, he comes in. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, so they have Zaha at the start now. No, in their last two games in the in the, the, game, uh, the no, you know, they won they they also like Nigeria. They won their first game and I think the second. So the rest they started their first game. They didn't start their first game. I noticed it's the first game. game. They didn't start their first game. The second game we started. The third game, he didn't yeah, start. So. Because it's like they assistant, this thing, so captain, after this guy. Yeah. After But about the officiating, I don't know. The officiating to me, I just feel... Uh, I think when I look at it, I don't, I don't want to make it an African issue. Because if you notice, even in the Premier League, we have issues with officiating. officiating. And someone tweeted it the other day that the weakest link in football now are just the referees. I don't know. There's something wrong with them. It's like VAR now even made it worse. worse. That's one but, thing I have with this. Uh, com- uh, the, the VAR inspection is taking too much time and too much break of play. Taking too much time. At first, at first when they started, when they started, I don't know, I don't know that they still do it now. But when they started the tournament, they were using VAR for corner kick. I think it was, it was, it was. Which game is that? I saw that they used it for corner, <laughs> and I was like, damn, what's going on here? 
like things that are not the major reason we're using VAR is for checking uh, clear and obvious errors that lead to match changing moments like red cards, offside, basically. But checking over for corner kick and everything, and even the use of I don't know. Obviously, the facilities cannot be as cannot be the same with Europe and everything, but yeah. it's quite substandard, to be honest. Because number one, for the offside, the, the, the camera angles are not really great. Most time, if you check, if they want to check outside on far or something, you notice that there's only two or three camera angles that they have. And sometimes, mm. like in the Nigeria game that we, the last group stage game that we played, that we won three two zero. Two of our goals were quite questionable, questionable, but but the yeah, but the the camera angles were not very really great. So you cannot you're only seeing it from one side, and you cannot see from the top or from another angle where you can even do. If I the line that they drew said they do a very they do a very big line, that that, that line said, you call my hand. <laughs> say my hand go do that line. I'm not I'm not go do upside. Where in the Premier League I see a very <laughs> tiny line and very very tiny margins. But you see, that's one of the things again and again. I think what you notice in after the group stages is the after the group stages the ashness of the referees. Yeah, like I mean, I actually like that one in terms of letting the flow yeah. play. In that Algeria game, in that um, um Tunisia yeah. game, there were a lot of fouls that they should have blew, but it was like, I'm gonna stand up. I was like, yes, but we will be fine. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the red card. They give quite. I don't know. I don't know if I will see easy red card. Most of the red cards I've seen, you know, they are not intentional, but. It's actually, if you want it to happens. go by the book, mm. it's actually red card. Like that, it will be zone now. It will be zone obviously. He made a mistake and he went for the ball to try to recover and he stepped on the guy, a stamping on the ankle. By the book, it's a red card. But so normally, you have to look play. at the situation surrounding the play. You can easily match anybody on the football field at any time. Same thing happened yesterday also in um, that Cape Verde game. Cape Verde... Uh, Senegal game very early also. I don't know. The guy actually matched that guy on the play and in slow motion. It, it looks worse. It always looks worse. But the one that I now found very funny is the second red in that game. The keeper and Mane went for the ball. Although the keeper was outside his 18, he didn't come with his hand. He came with his head. And the Mane got the ball first. And then the keeper, they went to attack the ball together. Not no malicious intent. And then because Mani was obviously, Mani is obviously an attacker and he's obviously going to be faster than the keeper. He jumped higher and he had the ball first. And then the keeper had uh, mistakenly had butted uh, Mani. Now, they went to check the bar and they gave the keeper the red card. I'm looking at this like, I've never seen any way where they've given a red card for adding a player. It's normal, I don't know, position that can happen anytime. Just depends on who is faster. And it's not a dangerous play or anything. You can argue that okay, maybe because the keeper is the last man. But uh, the way man even had the ball, said, there's no way he was going to recover and score the goal. So I don't know. The thing is just quite, um, I don't know, ash from the referees. I didn't see the other red cards in the other game. But you see games where there are two red cards. It's only today's games that there are no mm, red cards. It's just strange because it's you, you just see two red cards for both red teams. Card, I'm like, what's going on? Are they going to continue playing with nine players? Yeah. Or it's kind of, it's really, really strange. Um, so well, we will not really that, but okay. Um, I'm going to trade to you guys, just going to trade to the floor. Which of the games is your um game of the tournament so far? 
So you guys should pick your game of this season. Mm-hmm. You know, my for me, know it's Comoros versus Ghana. Honestly, there's nothing I can say yeah, more than that. That was the most interesting game. I yeah, think I, 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 lo- I like that I game because that. it was a little bit feisty and uh, in a way, uh, yeah. the, um, Ghana fought back despite the red card and it was at the point I was blaming the keeper because the keeper was always coming out for some things that it was not, he was not expected to come out for. But he was like, even the goals, Stay on your line, brother. Why you they come outside they carry and come this thing? But Ghana almost put that one back for hmm, the Comoros had other plans, and that's my own game of the of the whole tournament for me because I liked it. It was so open, and um, everybody could could have taken that game out. Well, um, I think I think um, the the Comoros Ghana game is still. Most interesting, but I've watched some quite interesting games also. When we actually Tunisia, Tunisia second game in the group stage, they, they killed those guys, they gave them for zero. But and that's when I knew that Tunisia were actually a good team, a good team. They don't have uh, quality players like big names, let me just say big names, but they have a good, I don't know, their coach is very tactical and they know how to play football. Mm. Also, um, keep very Senegal game was actually interesting. I think, I think the games are getting better. As you mm, go forward, yeah. the games are actually getting better. As, at so the, hopefully as, the, the as you grow, they were even they though I'm interested in the thing. Yeah, when Nigeria is ready, uh, <laughs> it's <a> jar. <laughs> Nigeria on jar. Lucas, say you get uh, which which game was your best game? Which was the game? Will you give the game of the um, tournament so far? Ah, uh, there's a lot of that Ghana too. Then even that that yesterday, the one that Cameroon, that two one, it was filled with so so much. I was really a foolish referee that just spot the game with those red cards. <laughs> the red cards. Really spot. <laughs> oh, mm. that guy in Cameroon's game. All Cameroon's games, those people they play with energy. Mm. They don't even sit back at all. They don't. Not the type mm. that Egypt and Africans were playing today. They go all out. And it has really paid for them. The Nigeria too was playing like that until wanted to play Tunisia or Wolf and we just slack like we're now trying to play conservative football, <laughs> which cannot even work. Mm, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just felt okay. I think that will be our next topic. So, uh, don't let me just um, go into that. So, a quick one. Um, I'm I'm going to ask you guys some points and you I'll give you need to rate them from one to ten um so far in the AFCON. So number one stadium stadium and pitch one to ten Lucas what what inside this corner I don't know the stadium though what <laughs> about the pitch basically because initially I was complaining about the balls bouncing too much there I don't know what happened but all of a sudden okay you are talking about like the stadium that we did General comments. The pinch, the pitch, and the and the uh, yeah, basically the pitch. Yeah. yeah. To me, from the as I can see it from and this, it's just it's okay, but it's just that it's not the conventional type we usually see in the European football and all. And obviously, it's not that soft. So the grounds may maybe they do not seal the ground or something, but it doesn't mean. <laughs> Well, it injured some players, and it's bad, but 
this is Africa, I mean, you can't be like the Europeans, so you just have to... So what's what? Is this guy injured now? What's this keeper safe? Is it called a which country? Mm, that one yeah. is called it. The guy used to that. I was trying to catch the ball. It, it was like a mistake, but that mistake. Nice. Eh? What did you say? Couple then keep it. Yeah, pitch, yeah. Pitches on stadium at least. For Africa, I'll give them seven. I think seven is okay. For Africa, Cameroon actually did very okay. Mm. Even, yeah, they did very okay. They okay. The stadium is not bad. Come on, the officiating is one day is okay. The other day is okay. Let's just give them average. I'll give them six, sir, for the officiating. Because the, the the officials are actually animated. That's the reason why I like them. <laughs> always running or doing some kind of antics and the like. So I'll give them down. Um, the style mm-hmm. of the quality of football. What do you guys think? I'm going for seven, which is still fair enough. The quality of football is is, is quite okay. It's good. And uh, off the pitch antics by referees, by team members. <laughs> I know they they've been a little bit of comedy and the old videos and the old likes of stopping game around 85 minutes. <laughs> it's my minute. Everybody will want mm-hmm. to paint it around that, but generally I feel it's, it's been a very great tournament and um, I'm sure everybody will want to take part in the 2023 one that's going to be coming up somewhere in Cote I think it's Cote that is hosting the next one also. So uh, we'll move on to the second topic, which is... Um, where do Nigeria go from here? And will we ever contend us in the first place? So, I'm going straight to the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, we came in as underdogs yeah. too. You know that. Yeah. Despite yeah. winning yeah. Our, 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 all of our, I think not all of our games, qualifying for the playoffs in the World Cup, right? We did it. Did it win? I, said, I don't know. We lost it. I mean, we qualified for the um, uh, topping that table, topping that group to qualify for the playoffs for the World Cup. Uh, we we, yeah, uh, we, we sacked our coach yeah, a month a month or two before this tournament. So it was kind of like yeah. people didn't really put eyes on on Nigeria like that. Yeah. Like that. Circumstances surrounding our uh, football or <laughs> team or the team before. The Afcon actually give us, I don't know, put us at a, it's put us at a disadvantage because of the management of the NFF and everything. Now, sacking of sacking Genatko was not a wrong decision. He should have been sacked a year ago, six months ago, or something. He should have been sacked earlier. That's where the problem is. The timing of the sacking was actually bad, which meant there was no time for replacement. Who could? Carry the team to the Afcon competition, and then so we just have to do with the makeshift option, which I think is still the same thing. Genazro coming or makeshift is still the same thing. We are still not going to win with. We are still never going to win with Genazro, so it could as well as fucked up. Why um a replacement came? Now the replacement now. Funny enough. When the guy came, or when we saw him, we were coming for the Afcon. Obviously, we didn't have any expectations, especially me. 
I didn't even have any expectation. Exactly. I was, exactly. Okay, that was, was just like, let's just support the team. Autant. And again, minus that also, said, minus the coaching issue. We had players, important players that were Talent, that we couldn't come. Especially Osime. Very, very important guy that couldn't come. Even the backup again that we thought, okay, after Osime, the second option, Dennis couldn't come. Also, Emmanuel Dennis couldn't come. Then uh, the third one again, uh, Paul Olonaju couldn't come. So, and that's those are our, our top strikers. Even though Nigeria has about, I don't know, seven strikers firing wherever they are. I'm telling you, Nigeria has strikers. All us, even the Sadiq Kumar guy, where he is in Spain, yeah. he's firing. I went to see his, I went to see his stats on, on Wikipedia, and the guy has yeah. a really decent. Yeah, are scoring everywhere. We have seen him one for that. Never even called before in in Italy scoring. So, but you know, Osimhen is different. Yeah, Osimhen is different. You know, then it's, um, although we don't know how Emmanuel Dennis might have fed in Nigeria, but we know that Osimhen is proven and it's okay. Was uh, poor or not too? It's not that great, but. At least he's, he knows the team. He has well, been. He, team I game. don't. I don't feel right. you. Uh, you know, there's issues with. Uh, I only feel the top strikers, tall strikers that I've seen that that always break that barrier of the fact that they complain about their speed or something like that. Is Zeko and Ibrahimovic basically when they were in their prime? Even Zeko, you did. But I just feel Onwachu just he if he's kind of in the department of. Movement are carrying, and I don't feel he's that kind of striker that will keep a defender mm-hmm. on their heels two for seven, like 90 minutes in the game. Someone like Osime will do it for you because you yourself, you won't stand somewhere because Osime will constantly be running, constantly. And you, you can't keep up with him because the guy is blazing fast. Like when you see that guy, he has future, that Osime guy, and he will charge you, not be this thing. I only he tried, but to some extent, he's not Osime. It's not Osime. He, he can't, he doesn't have, doesn't bear that talent. That, uh... well, that's what I'm saying. I say it's not great, but he is used to the team. The team knows him and everything. At least better than, uh, see, even uh, ordinarily now, this guy is better than him. Taiwo Awuni. But Taiwo Awuni just came to the team. I think, I don't know. I mean, he has played for Nigeria. Yeah, he played for, think, he played in the under 20, under 17 World Cup also. I know what I'm saying. I'm talking about the national team. This, okay, this set of... This might be has, his first run also. Set, I think that was just the second cap for Nigeria uh, senior team. And in this set of, in this end camp, you know, they know each other. At least they have been training together and everything. Now, Sadi yeah. uh, Kumar, it was his first time. So we had four striking options. Yeah, actually, Sadi Kumar went to... Olympic with uh, the Mikel Obida last time we went. We carried on. Yeah, I'm talking about the, the recent crop of players that we have. Oh, These okay. guys, they are not used to them. They have not trained together before. So when you have a short time like that, where you don't have your former coach and you have a new coach coming, at least you need the best kind of harmony that you can get. But then we didn't get that. Okay, now we went to the competition. Surprisingly, we did, I think the coach, I didn't expect anything from him, but surprisingly, I think he did very okay in the sense that he knew what yeah. he needed to do. Yeah. Exactly. He knew what he needed to do. And it was quite it was quite okay. One thing I liked him for, as I saw, is that the players respected him and mm. his charisma. He, he used a kind of um, seriousness that even the players, you noticed that they were more serious and they actually gave their all. Now, that's when the expectations began to grow. Grew. To grow. 
Wow. Like we felt we were, we were in the game, we, we could actually do something yeah. in this in this uh, tournament. Began to, I know the, the players began to like demand from themselves that they have to do as get to the final. You understand? Then um, even the fans and everything, everybody was hype and everything. Now, now get to the fact that okay, we played Tunisia. The Tunisia game was poor from the coach because um the first half. The man, I, I watched a video that day before the match where the man was analyzing Nigeria from time past, doing Nigerian plays from time past. So I saw that YouTube video from... also. So, it, and anybody that, anybody that wants to play that man, if you can't watch that video, you will get him easily, to be honest. Because from what he played and from what he said in that video, it's the same thing that he did. But that was what Tunisia did for us. What what happened in that, 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 that? That's what I'm getting to. So it was very easy to get him because he knows his 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 idea of Nigerian football is wing and um, strong midfielders, not strong midfielders, not but strong midfielders are very good technically. Like um, uh, what's this guy's we name? We don't have it. Our... Don't, we don't have it in our midfield now. He, he's talking like someone like uh, this guy that coached uh, Olise. Someone like Olisi, yeah. that we don't, we don't have it, but and again, wingers we have okay wingers. But then, when I went to meet Tunisia, who had eight players with COVID 19, their okay. coach also had COVID 19, and still they were able to get our tactics. Now, where the coach uh, and they didn't even play their, their veteran number 10, which is Faran or Fari or something like that, uh, Waziri or what's his Kaz- name, Kazri. Yeah, now that guy is top notch. Um. The man, you know, he, okay. Now, he, in the first half, they were doubling up on our Ooh, on our wingers. Sometimes three guys on our wingers. That means they don't want to see anything like cross or dribble or anything. So our wingers are not messy. They cannot do anything. So now, what she, what he should have done, which he eventually did after the red card or before the red card, but he didn't show until after the red card, is that he should have changed the tactics. But it was a little bit too late. Maybe he was hoping that the um. Tunisians will have, will maybe, uh, pull off a little bit, and, but they were yeah, so, exactly. so focused on or we can still force it going. Understand? But the game was still going okay. To my, to my, in my own opinion, it was still going okay. What made us lose that game was the, was the goal that we considered lack just too of easy. Lack of concentration. That goal was too easy. The mistakes that was, that was, was too much. Were too much. The mistakes from, uh, from Olai now, from Olai the defenders. From the guy that those defenders looking at that guy that wants to make that shot, you have a player on your phone, you have given him 10 yards already, and you're still looking at him. You're supposed to close up the gap, don't make sure that that shot doesn't pass you. You're going to sacrifice all your body there, but no, they just looked at him. So it was a very weak shot, but because they were in front of the guy, two of them, that means they were blocking the keeper. The keeper did not see the shot when it was late, and then the keeper also made his own mistake. No, the, the, ball that, the ball swave right in front of him before he gets him. That's it was, it was so close keeper. to him before he, once, before he got. Once your hand can touch the ball, you have no excuse, to be honest. If it's, if the ball is served, yes, it was not the best, it was not the easiest shot to catch, but as long as your hand can touch the ball, you have no excuse. Your hand should be strong enough to at least parry it away. That's what it is. And his hand, yeah, yeah, he had a very good touch of the ball, but his hand was soft and the shot was not hard. So what's the excuse? So the mistakes were just too much. And then the Tunisians are very good defensively, very, very good. Crazy good. They were sound so, and they knew their plan coming into the game. That was the most crazy thing for me. Because technically, they were, they were so sound. Later on in the game, after, after the very car, we played better. The, um, what was it, Seth? 
the substitution he made was move the natural around one winger, then put into put in that guy. And that Sadiq might be Kumar. that might be that might be Sadiq's best cameo seen in the Afcon because he actually tried to to do something in that match towards the ending of that match. And I felt actually and that is should. Man wanted to go through the middle and it team worked. Exactly. But... That middle part was it came it came very, very late. I felt it would be could have been introduced into the game earlier. No. I know this this thing I'm saying is crazy. No. But to me, it it came late, yes, but to me, if we hadn't considered that I, I think we did not consider go, it would have been the right time. And again, even though it came late and 70 something minutes or 60 something minutes, I think if Ubi did not collect a card. We might have still scored because of yeah, the numerical advantage. Exactly. Because even after the record, we still play better. We still created some chances when we started going to the middle. Did That's when we started seeing these places. What but, if it was because Tunisia were already sitting back and waiting for counter, which was their game in um, on from the from the set goal, which is to let, give them uh, the ball. Doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter as long and as seen chances. That day, I, I don't think any of them will go uh, unpunished or go freely. They did their work defensively in the way of covering back their tracks. Uh, but they need to be able to move ball quicker and not depend on mm-hmm. the wingers. You can see the wingers are already being trapped to the extent that they can't even come out or even pull out a cross, a reasonable cross. The fullbacks couldn't even... Okay, all I know made a push in the, from the right wing uh, one time that uh, this guy skied over. What's his name? Sam, Moses Simon. But the fact that the two... But it wasn't be replicated in the other side of the left, which is who was that? I think it was Salisu that was playing that part also. Like we had a, a striker like Awoni, a top striker, and you guys still expect him to create run that dash run. There was no meaningful crosses that was coming in for him to even to attack us. So I think we really need to work. We have the talent now. This is like a, let's see this is a good age because most of these guys are young. See, uh, very young. This guy, that day, that day. This guy indeed disappointed me to be honest, and that's what Egovan said in that video. I was telling you, I'm, I was say I was talking about that was before he became coach anyway. When he was actually technical director then, that was last year. But before he became, he said he did. He has his did is very good. He can he can go even better. But he did is holding himself back in the sense that indeed he can become like Olise. But Olise was a great tackler, energy, everything. But what he had. That made it extra was his passing range and his passing. Indeed, this distribution that has been was so frustrating. In fact, at the at, at, at point, he had to leave that midfield. He left the midfield for and uh, this guy, Aribo. And Aribo tried. Aribo is a tidy player, but Aribo is not a player that has uh, maybe he didn't do it, but I don't think he's a player that has the, the passing range. But he's a very tidy player. He knows how to keep the ball, he knows how to pass short passes, good passes. But Didi, I feel like Didi has energy tackling and everything. No, no, no. Uh, see, see, see that in Didi story, uh, one, uh, it could be just like it could be. We could say it's more or less like uh, Mikel. But you know what? Mikel never lost. Mikel never lost that touch because he was playing ten before they they, they brought him back to four. But that four now, okay, you are doing more defensive work and you already have this talent of distributing the ball, you are tidy with the ball, you can make long passes and stretch passes and, and the like. Indeed, he has that, but his role in Leicester is, is win this ball, give it to Madison, give it to Tillemans. You get, he's more or less like the enforcer, break up play, bah. 
give it to distribute it to the number 10 or the number eight and let them do what they have to do. So he, he, he needs to kind of like play a different role, like you said, when it comes to the super egos that, okay, dude, we don't want you to just be the tackler and the enforcer and win the ball for us. No, we want you to detect this game, right? Move the ball to the from the from the defense mm-hmm. to the attack, transition play, make it faster for us. Don't just intercept ball and wait, what do I what do I need to do? What do I need to do? We want you to take charge of the game, hold that midfield, which you always do. He's always commanding the midfield. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, move the ball quicker, give it to the people that are meant to even do something, even use yourself and create something. That's why I still say Kano has played like that's why I like this in one Kali guy. I tweeted it on on. On, was it not against Sudan that this guy is giving me that kind of vibe because he's so calm on the ball and before even the ball comes he already knows what he wants to do with the ball so he's just give him sharp sharp he already knows what he wants to do I didn't know why he was he didn't get any start obviously Aribo has done very well and the like so but I just feel we have a lot to learn um, we have a lot to learn going into the uh, qualifiers against um, Ghana and I know we've learned a lot and the coach will even definitely tell them and so, um, so well, that's that about that. That's what I just feel. Uh, so give we need to go on a quick break and be right back. So I welcome you guys. Uh, we're back from our let me call it um, water break. So, um, so before we went on the break, uh, we were talking about. Uh, we're on the topic about Nigeria and um, our last outing uh, in the AFCON. Um, although it didn't go well, uh, but we move. We still have um, the qualifiers, World Cup qualifiers to to look up to. We will be meeting Ghana, and we don't want to lose that game. We don't. We really don't want to lose that game. Um, hmm. They should know what is good for them. We don't want to lose that game because plans, we have to go to Qatar 2022. Nigeria has to go to the World Cup. Ah, Ogbeni. <laughs> but I still feel that, 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 um, that, um, what's it called? Um, dynamic is kind of weird. Like now, Egypt is going to be facing Senegal. Money versus Salah. So you two have to be, it's like picking one, Salah or Money. Which of them do you want to go to the to the World Cup? I, I don't know when they started this particular playoff zone because normally I know if you come out first, you go to the World Cup also. Bro, don't mind if I just, if I have a problem with, how will you give Africa just five slots for the World Cup? A country of, a continent of over 50 countries. How how you want to do that kind of thing? And, and uh, those people, the ones that are active, big nations playing football, are up to 10. And then you are saying that only five should go. Meanwhile, in Europe, you are having how many slots? South America, they are having, I don't know, out of I think, 16. People, I think it's five or six yeah. or so for South America. I, I don't know. Let me check. But I think it's around five or six also. So if. Yes, now I'm saying that South America, out of 16 countries, six are going. And you are saying that in Europe, about 16 or so, I don't even know the actual number. But if, if, if you look at it, so it's a total of 32 teams. Is it 32? A to H or A to I or so? In they increase of- the number of they increase the number of competitors in the in the World Cup, but they still give Africa 
just five slots. Nah, that's 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 strange. That's really really strange because we we are meant to get enough slots. But come to think of it, most Nigerians don't travel. I don't know about other countries, but I am definitely sure, apart from the people that they'll be sponsored by the supporters club or something like that. Well, people might have plans to travel for the Qatar 2022, but we never can tell. But still, regardless, uh, it should be equal um, opportunity for every continent. Like everybody should be able to have that opportunity to to compete in the World Cup. But now there's Sabi. I just hope Nigeria qualifies because I think moving forward now, Egwavoyan has retired already, or he has resigned. I mean, really, coaching would. From the coaching road, obviously it was an interim man. It was it was an interim position now, just for the Afcon. Okay. Yeah, they already signed one man from Portugal, one white man. Wow. But I don't see the point in signing these Europeans to come and manage us, because number one, these guys cannot manage third division teams in their countries. They just come with the white privilege, white man privilege. They don't have anything in their head. Okay, let's even say they have something in their head. The question that you have to ask is, do they understand African football? To me, honestly, there are white coaches in, in this Africa here that are experienced, that all their coaching experience of over 15 years is in Africa. There's one particular one that has coached over four African countries, taking them to Afcon. He took them to, it was one that took Ghana to the Afcon final in 2015 or so. Uh, for, I don't know that man's name. So you cannot go and get a coach like that that is that knows African football very well. You're not gonna bring someone from Portugal that does not understand African football to come and coach. He does not understand how to navigate all these tournaments. This tournament is not just about tactics. There are other things. If you don't know the way things are, like now, it's obvious that he knows how things are, he knows how to manage the players and everything. The players are expecting. That's about all these things is to consideration. It's not that great tactically, but it's okay. You're not bringing a coach that, even if you're so great tactically, if you cannot manage the players, if you don't understand the, the continent and how the football is there, you cannot succeed. That's all this thing, it's just you're like you're set up to fail already. But let's see, Shad, they've sent the man up. Let's see what he's going to do. I was hoping that they will leave here, even though it was like a fantasy, to be honest, because we're not really sure what he's going to do. But... I'm not going to if his name is Jose Morio because his name is similar to Jose Morio. His name is Yose Yose Persiro. Persiro as the new head coach of the Super Eagles. Yeah. And he's um, he's from Portugal. What do you mean by Jose Morio? Come on, forget that thing, Joe. Come on, guys, we just assigned. But to be honest, Nigeria has. For the World Cup playoff now, that Ghana is bad. The them also they were destroyed by a white man. They have sacked that man. <laughs> now they don't have their cup of players and all that. They cannot compare themselves to Nigeria in terms of the quality of players. Nigeria now we're in our golden generation where we have not only good players from Africa or from Nigeria that are very good that have made it out. We also have a lot of. Uh, I just got back <laughs> players, maybe say all the UK born players and everything. Even though most of them come to Nigeria as a second option, 
worry, but at least they are quality players. And I think that we can really, and like I said before, we have seven strikers firing in all angles. I can mention seven at the now. Osime, Paul Noachu. They are top scorers in their league. So Paul Osime, Paul Noachu. That uh, Simi Wako. Yenacho. Aoni. Sodik. Olainka. 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 We have Enyewe uh, Oyekugu. We have um, uh, this guy. This is bad one guy. We. This guy. We the Lucas. Shout out to 3SC, Oli Oli Warriors, defeated the Quara local <laughs> champions of the Lorry. Guy, let this thing go. <laughs> I don't know why you're, you're still holding on to this. You've just won a game, so move on. 3SC of Ibadan, Oli Oli Warriors, just won, man. They won, came back, and did. Come back. That's what big clubs do, not small clubs leading by luck. You know, it happens, but the big teams always be the big teams. They always mm-hmm. show and prove their worth. Well, you know, it's the MPFL. The home team will always win. So, well. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Probably when they are playing in the morning, you'll watch the you'll be watching now instead of those that came to watch. <laughs> You didn't even support your guys. I went to watch Atibano. No, obviously. Not gone in the see, honestly, yeah, well, I felt I felt everybody that watched that yeah. game will, will, will get the right for their money because the game looks yeah. like it's going to be an interesting game from 1-0 and you came back to win 2-1. Now, when did they lose? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to cheer for? <laughs> you must that be Are you an Arsenal fan? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> All these Ibadan uh, boys, but that one is the topic for another day. So, uh, moving on, what do you guys think about the transfer window? It's been so boring so far, although we've been seeing some actions, but still not the big, big, big stories we want to hear. I feel it's, it's what happened in winter, summer, winter um, transfer window, January transfer window. There is no big um, huge deals that have been done, just basically loan and those that want to fight for their spots on the World Cup team and all those kind of things. We've been seeing news of Martial has gone back to has gone to Sevilla on loan. Um, we've been seeing some few, few, few news. I don't know if you guys have have any takes on that. He's left the bondage of, of Manchester United. How's the bondage? This is, you guys have to show that guy's career. That guy was a future Ballon d'Or winner. Hopefully, I continue to be on the base. Do you know the funny thing? The base now, Charlie, they give an award. If you don't sign, they come out. Don't worry, we sign. We sign. We sign. We need him in Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. Is the future? Is the future of Messi's? Um, what's the name? What does he call it? Too? But the guy is actually doing well for you guys, but I don't know why he doesn't yeah. want to sign. Forget about them, Billy. General transfer is, is just normal. <laughs> this is how general transfer usually is. But it's just, it's kind of worse this time around just because of COVID 19 and everything. Even this summer, there were no really any big deals. Only, only my year or so. But I think uh, let's just look. 
this season, I don't know, there's nothing to invest in. There are no players in the market like that, and there's no money in the market. But there is, uh, Juventus star is eyeing this Milanovic guy from Florence now. Yeah, I think I think when it comes to transfer, everything will turn, go back to normal in the summer, this coming summer. Mm, there'll be a lot of moving, especially Ireland. Funny I'm enough, looking to Ireland and Newcastle. Just signed another Mifida. Is a box is a, is a defense slash box box Mifida. And that guy name is Guamare something Guamare. Yeah, Luis Guamare also. Yeah. So I'm a, Newcastle is making some of, huge um this thing now. In terms of the, Bruno, name, the, 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 the players, Gumares. okay, Bruno Gumares, the type of players they are looking for are the players big, big team are going for. I'm glad like the money don't deal now. So they are just kind of like looking for where to smash them. They are just coping players, big, big players. Tripia came back to, to the, he came to the They have the money. They have the money. I, mean, I believe but... if, if you have a deal, Ediao is one of was a very top coach, and um, he could do he could do well at them um, at Newcastle. All those coaches, see, let me tell you, see Ediao. All those coaches are coaches that need time to implement their ideas. Don't talk any about Ediao. Huh? Lucas, Lucas, one of Lucas' coach. Don't they watch him since Bournemouth? No, no, no. I know the guy, the guy, the guy. He has good ideas, but as he needs time to implement his ideas because his style of football is not quick results football. It is. Uh, it takes time to implement the idea. Now, uh, they sign him in the middle of the season. Obviously, I don't, I I don't believe it. remember how club was in Liverpool when he's first two seasons. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Now, those guys, those kind of guys that that need time to work on their ideas. You cannot just bring someone in the middle of the season. Coach. It's just for interim. Sure. Another coach is coming in summer. So okay, he's, that's he's, the team. his team was interim. Yeah, he's interim. He's going to be. I don't believe Newcastle. To be honest, wow. if Newcastle want to, you see the way the way the guy can help Newcastle is, he cannot save them from education. They will go for they will go to education. No, but what what they should keep him? They should keep him oh, when they go for education. Yeah, they will come back after next season. If they, if they can keep him, it can. You can't just jump from that level exactly. to the top. And the thing exactly. I was thinking of. They are buying a lot of players now. It's not as if those players will be the ones to take them to the Champions League final or something. Those that will remain, there won't be more than like two. Mark the world now from this current mm-hmm. squad. The club is still going to the top, but those that will remain, when they get there, they can't be more than one or two or three. Maximum. maximum, like one time or down. Uh, exactly. Maybe Saint Maxima can remain. I don't know. I don't they want to buy Lingard. If they should get Lingard, Lingard can still remain when they reach that time. Mm. Um, Just the way uh, Chelsea that, did their own, they got to a point where they are stable and they are able to call themselves a club. Hello, uh, Chelsea, though. Chelsea, most of them, they came already. The team that we can see is like Leicester now. Leicester that just came like one year and that from that time, uh, Okay, from that squad that won the league title, mm. you know they were promoted. Yeah. From the team that was promoted, yeah. I think two years or three years after was when they won the league. To so the league, the team that won the league, those that were from the promotion, 
they are no more than the captain Morgan and uh, maybe who else? Even Vardy was not their striker. He was no just on the was their bench. striker. Charlie was with them that time. They and, had no um, They had Cambiaso. Ujua. Uh, Ujua. Uh, this second striker, this second uh, defender that I used to play with uh, Morgan. Uh, was he was not there? They bought wood in the this thing, they bought him during when they bought it. Wow, really? Uh, yeah, it was Morgan and someone. This is their life. Uh, this drink water, King, drink water. She Michael, I think they bought candy. They bought candy. It was only drink water, King, and drink water can be so, yeah. Then, uh, in the front, so yeah, the way they are like, yeah, look at yeah, their left back. What's his name? I forgot his name. Shark out for now. No, the left back. I forgot his name. It's Christian Fuchs now. Oh, Fuchs, yes, exactly. And Albrighty was playing the other side, and uh, someone else. Simpson. What's his Simpson. Name? Oh, Danny Simpson. Yeah. I remember those guys for FPL. Those guys really helped me that year for Leicester winning the league. Well, that could have been Chelsea's year, but we'll talk about that the other day. But that's all about transfer window. So let's move on to the league so far. Obviously, the Premier League looking so, so, so edgy right now. Um, with two games to spare, although Man City are the one top in the league. Um, followed by Liverpool, then Chelsea, then obviously Manchester United, and uh, then West Ham and the likes are fighting for space and the Spurs. So, could you, are you guys, are we, are we, is it possible before the end of this season we'll see a comeback for Liverpool? Can Liverpool really push for it and get this um, league done? Which league? This uh, Premier League. <laughs> well, you guys don't believe. You guys don't believe. Uh, Liverpool can make a push with Jota and Minamino. Mini Mini. Mini Mini. Now I mean, if if um, Salah and Mane comes back. Uh, before they come back, uh, Arsenal would have even first knocked. I say Arsenal. Chelsea, oh, they, Chelsea, they, they've knocked Arsenal out. Too. Sad. Arsenal are no serious. By the next Premier League game, those guys will be around already. So this is not a big deal. Okay, they, you think they'll just enter the score like that and they, they start scoring like that? By party. I come and call the card. No, that one. How many matches? <laughs> Those <laughs> one don't jump. <laughs> but uh, even Jordan are you? <laughs> they enter their club stage. Which oh. only they are they collecting? So the thing they, the thing they have about coming back. Salah has qualified for next round like this now. Omolomo. Hey, do you know when the next Premier League match is? It's after Valentine's Day. Next, week, yeah. next two weeks, guy. Yeah. Or next three weeks also. No, it's not two weeks. So next today is already Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They don't play this Saturday. They play next week. I know week. next week. It's next week. Yeah, they'll play next week. Mm-hmm. It's next week now. <laughs> this they'll week is next, almost done. Because upper next week is um, Champions League. 
And now, and the way it is, if they come back from their own half court, even let's say they die in their next match, I don't think they will just play the next day like that. No, 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 no. They might not want to. The, the team might not want to give allow them just play like that. Just they can't play like that. You know how many matches they played and everything. Why they not play? Not the other people matches. As they are playing half on their team. Are also playing everywhere too now. How much they will play? But the thing there is about that comeback. I still feel like I still feel like Liverpool will still have a chance, but they will still need uh, a, a long streak and also what are you ruling Chelsea out? It's <laughs> Lakaka. They started at the top now. Uh, <laughs> It's, no, Chelsea can't. Chelsea can't make that run again. And to be honest, it hurts me to say it, but they can't. They can't. They they, they still have some draw in them. They are like crossover. <laughs> when is Rhys James and uh, Chilwell coming back? Only if those injuries they um, re- recover from those injuries that can revive uh, them and give and them. That James was playing fantastic football until he was injured and. As in, yeah. go enjoy like they just drop me with yeah, the whole team. Chewel, <laughs> All those crosses. The the I think that was when they were enjoying their time without Lukaku even in the, in the team because everybody was just scoring goals. Goals was not necessarily coming from Lukaku alone. It was coming from Chiwe was scoring, Resumes was scoring, Avat was scoring, Wena was scoring. So they don't really need Lukaku or sorry, Lukaku to, to bring in the goals. But it's, it's just scary hours for for me presently with Smart City as the way they are going. Uh, they, they could they lost uh, whenever they go to St Mary's it's always very tough. We all know that because Southampton and Salis will hungry. <laughs> that guy won't keep won't keep Man City daddy. Any small boy like Salis is there. Salis is there. Salis. <laughs> you won't go finally enter, but it's it's it makes that's what makes the Premier League the Premier League. It's so unpredictable, but I still believe Liverpool can, can catch up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's uh, move on to the final topic, which is um, I need you guys to have come prediction. So, who do you think will take this, win this tournament or win the competition? Who are you giving it to? For me, I'm giving it to. I'm giving it to the host. I'm giving it to Cameron. Mm. Me too. I'll just give it to Cameron because I think they have that home advantage. And if you look at the teams that are still in the competition, they are too. They, they, they still look the strongest of all the teams. But something is also telling me that this off one is going to be an upset. It could have been a bit more against night. That's another team that yeah. just for the first Wait, time the to the off Mali. Mali. Penalties. Really? Oh, penalties. Yeah. Long penalty shootout. Where is it? These guys have been penalty. Rich Sabi, they all of them play like almost 10 10. Now, six of them play your six. six. Is it? I'm opening it now. Eight eight. eight, 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 eight sorry. Wow. They play six five. Six they five. Play six, five. Cash ball too, now. Cash. They missed two. So, go and bet tomorrow to full time draw, too. 
And he does even to the two of them to put and draw. <laughs> That's how people shout their record. Jinx the thing. I think it's I don't think it's much tomorrow. It's there is there's still they've it's two two that play now. It still remains this is just quarter final they are going to play. So supposed to be eight teams that are left now. There's only four for now. Okay, tomorrow there's there's World Cup qualifiers though. For yeah? there's World Cup qualifiers no. for South American. Okay. Ecuador versus um, Brazil. So um Lucas, I've not gotten your own prediction for the for the what's it called? For the finals of the Afcon. Afcon final. Like who do you think will okay, win it who all? will play? Who will play in the finals? Like who will win it all? Ah, uh, most likely either Cameroon or let me see these other people. Let me see the team. <laughs> Okay, it's most likely Cameroon or I'll go for Gambia. Are you for it? Gambia is in the, the tournament. Wow. Yeah. Even with the red card. They have Mobaru. Those guys are low-key just going under the radar. That guy that plays for you. Yeah. The guy, the guy played, he played for Bonley... Is Bonley? No, not Bonley. He played in England EPL last season with one team. I think the team got relegated or they sold him. Good guy. Okay, now Gambia, Cameroon, Burkina Faso, Tunisia, Senegal, Equatorial Guinea, Gambia versus Cameroon, Egypt versus Morocco. That's the final quarter final list. Burkina Faso, Tunisia. Tunisia will beat them, but Burkina Faso. Not be the team where Ban says they be that. Who? No, um, but he's no more. He's, uh, he has, Ban says he's very old already. Really? Legend. Um, that guy, Legend. Uh, that guy, that time when we played them for final of uh, 2013 or so, the guy looks younger. I don't know if he's the guy in our old man. <laughs> Bansi. Bansi, Bansi, seven now. Ah. Wow. Or you? That one look like young man. See this guy. You know how many clubs? Even that time going, he has already played, 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 and he was playing with a big club to that time. So not like he was a small player. Thirty-seven. Yeah, I don't. Wow, that was actually good. Though. So well, that's all for our episode today, which is um. Yeah, everyone had a great uh, takes on our topic. Uh, we want to thank you guys for constantly listening and following us. Uh, so we, hopefully this year we'll bring forth great stuff. Um, we shall be dropping more episodes. Also, we also have our, um, our basketball sessions also. We'll be talking about the NBA and some other great and juicy topics in the NBA. Um, we should be looking out for some, uh, although the All-Star Games is coming thick and fast or very soon in February. When is the All-Star Games, sir? Is it not 15 or 14 or so? I've forgotten, sir. But I shall know it's the first week or second week. And the uh, teams are running. Anthony Davis is back. Anthony Davis is back for the Lakers. And um, so there are some 
Yeah, Clay so, is back. Yeah, if any big game now, just bet on the Lakers to win. The odds are big right now on the I Lakers won't. because I they won't. Been... I won't advise you to do anything, but do anything <laughs> with your money yeah. because the Lakers you don't are... like money. <laughs> the Lakers you, are bunch. I'm giving from, you the hint. So I'll be sharing you my winning ticket once I win. Don't feel bad. Apart from LeBron James, I can hardly say he's the only one, probably the only stable person in that team. Other than that... No, no. I can't if you don't think you... Anthony Davis is that impactful of a player, well, well, you're I'm lost. Not saying, so... I'm not saying he's, he's not that impactful, but I'm saying he's... That's a franchise player right there. Uh, but how many times does he play in a season? That's but now he's available. He's available. So if for you don't now. make use of it, well, for now. So enjoy the money while he's there. Okay. When he gets injured or anything, and if you don't want to enjoy, you can just be watching the Lakers win <laughs> and win for now. Yeah. I hope you will stay. Healthy. I really wish. Yeah, that's if my prayer can. for him. Just stay. He can. It's something he can do. I mean, and be. Embiid is playing one of the best basketball MB players is in his no life. More, not like he's no more injured, but at least he's looking fit for a long time As now. In, dude, MB this guy be like Anthony Davis to this injured, guy is dropping injured. averagely 30 points per game presently in the past five or six days now. He, yesterday he dropped 49 or 46. And I'm like, whoa. Embiid is playing one hell of a basketball right now. Like, he's... He's dropping points, dropping buckets, like guy. I hope he can play the season to the end, I guess, so he won't be injured. That's the only thing. But you know, he's, he's not injured. This should be only him. him can do all these things now. He needs assistance. No, he's doing it already. They already. But he can't sustain it, like going into the playoff, going deep into the playoff. Because I know that's the playoff. With playoff, they need if they can if they don't make trades. Sorry for them, but at least for the regular season. Regular season, yeah. Now, the way he's playing, I hope he will not be injured because he's playing a lot. And it's most times, when big are playing, the way he's like that, same way Anthony Davis plays, all these big that are always mobile and doing all these skills, doing and all these skillful. things, yeah, it's kind of difficult because you are heavy and you are moving a lot, and your knees, your legs, everything on the weight, oh, like it's not easy. Yanis is so so skinny and Giannis I won't say skinny. He's like he's yeah. light and also strong at the same time. Like that guy is like a moving thriller. <laughs> if he eats you once, like it's not that. Uh, I want it like them. Yeah, Embiid, Embiid Anthony Davis. Those guys yeah. are very heavy on the floor. Like if they if they stamp their feet, you know, yes, something is there. I know. All those big, big, the only big that's not doing like them is like Jokic, and it's yeah. more of the skillful type. Yeah. Jokic is like, it's, it's as if he doesn't stress himself to play at all. Sometimes he just, just do some no-look passes. Even when he's shooting some jump shots, there's a way he shoots with one leg and like, ah, uh, <laughs> you know, playing. It it's like, stress. and it's still eats the nets. I just think he finds like, he, he finds it he finds a way to just get his bucket every every night without really too yeah. much stressing himself. Imagine so, even Jamamuri getting injured. Yeah, more than him. and this guy has been he has been the one holding that team 
um, since day one, since the beginning of this season. Jokic has really, really like all the bigs yeah, have been playing. All the bigs have been playing some one hell of a game, and even the guards, the small guards, and the likes of them, Ja, uh, Luca, uh, Trey Young, uh, what's his name again, Steph. They've been outstanding this season. And one thing, and the, uh, there's this uh, this that's been going on debate. Okay, if you are going to pick now presently, uh, based on form, Ja or Luca, who are you going to pick? For me, I'm going with Luca all day. Guy, <laughs> I'm a Luca for this nothing. But but Jam Morant has been awesome. Like the guy has been outstanding. His team, his team is Luka winning. Has he played more than three or four matches? Eh? Yeah, yeah. Since he, he came back, he has been playing games. Okay. Uh, is that all that he has played? Eh? No, no, no. Before when the season started, he was playing before he got injured. But then he, uh, he, he was playing play, and he got injured again. He played six or seven matches too now. No, he has played. He has played. He has played, he has played um, Jamoran twice. Uh, he played. Uh, he played one game. He dropped thirty-five or so. I know. He's not even. We are choosing based on the season. He has not played enough games even. Be compared to, I mean, Jai is also in the MVP conversation, maybe number five in the list. Of Luca is not even this is in how many? No, matches? no, no. Luca is not even. He's not in the conversation for MVP. But like this no, past, past two weeks, I'm talking of based on form now. And before beside Jamarant, was he? Uh, Jai has really given highlights this year. Almost this, 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 this year has been jazzy, like honestly. For the three ball, the team is defending, the team is winning, and they are they are really they are really doing things. And he, he does the celebration when it's when they beat Lakers. Is this celebration destroy usually? Do. <laughs> was it, was it, it was really painful for for Lakers, but I still feel Lakers can make a run. They can make a run. Don't don't look at the we can make we it. shall see. So I'm just going to we're going to close with that, and um, so I need you guys to uh, thank you guys for waiting, or how will I say it, uh, listening to this point. Uh, we thank you for listening, and we'll, once again we say happy new year, and uh, we'll be dropping more episodes as the week comes up. Don't forget, What's Cooking is your podcast to listen and get updated on any entertainment and footballing content. It could, it could not be only football, it could be basketball, um, yeah, or any sport that it is, any news that is in town. Also, we already have our Twitter um, page. Please do make sure to kind of like give us a follow and um, be updated on every of our latest um updates so thank you guys so much for staying this this far because you have anything to say to our listener before we, we uh, wrap up well keep listening to what's cooking <laughs> yeah so we're just going to end it with that so thank you so much and see you guys later bye <music>